Yo, this is Adams Desir, and you are now listening to the Main Stage Podcast. Tune in. His name is Adams. You know what I'm saying? Instagram famous comedian. Trying to be famous to be. already. Reposted by. We'll, we'll save that. We'll save that. We'll tell you that. Tell you all about it later. You know what I'm saying? But um, my main man Adams is here, y'all. What's goody, man? Uh, yeah, I'm here. My first podcast. Uh, yes. Shout out to Manny. You feel me? Facts. Uh, Glad to have you on. on. Thank you, bro. I appreciate it. Um, I feel cool doing this. I feel like a like I'm just a regular cool guy on a radio <laughs> show, just talking. Like so this. tell me about yourself, man. What you got going on, bro? Well, um, I, you know, as you all know, I just well, hopefully I will know, but uh, I just graduated. Feel me? Uh, PR major. And don't really know what to do with that major, <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, but right now I got myself a part-time gig. Nice. Um, getting, I guess, decent cash for What's now. life after college like? What's going on? Do you um, think the four years was worth it? No, it's not. It was not worth it. Because um, I just had a conversation with a friend of mine. And to keep a long story short, her boyfriend yeah. did not go to college. Okay. And is making a lot more money than I ever. Did he go to trade school or something? No, he didn't go to college at all. He just went straight to work after high school. Yeah, but he's probably working slave hours. You don't think so? I don't think so because he has a lot of time. Man. <laughs> he has a lot of free time. Well, people um, get lucky, you know. Yeah. There's a select few that hit the ground running. I don't know, but I feel like if, if you pretty much enter college, you're you're pretty much. I don't know. I mean, it depends. Like you know, some people come out with you know big banger jobs and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Some people just don't. So what did you? Uh, you said PR, right? It's yeah. Public relations for the people that don't know. Yeah. What did you initially plan on using that for? I mean, I plan to go the whole, you know, social media route, you know, actually taking on, you know, a PR role in a, you know, in a decent company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, I'm still applying out to jobs and everything, and it's, I really haven't been finding much luck trying to network and everything. Yeah. Trying to see if my boys can get me in here and there. Did you do an internship? Uh, I did kind of do a sort of internship, but it wasn't real. It was like, I got basically, I got scammed, basically. Like, wow. it was an unpaid one, and they were just making me do, like, they had me literally send them artists that they can interview what every week and i just i don't know it was weird it was stupid it was dumb it was yeah so um all right back to what you got going on man this guy's an actor you want to call yourself an actor yeah you're just like i want to say that i am on the rise i am trying to get to where i'm trying to be an established actor nice you know so right um, now i'm still in the auditioning stage so yeah cool i mean everybody gotta start somewhere yeah so you were reposted by chris brown yeah. Reposted on Instagram, you did a video of his song. Uh, what was that? Wait, pills and Wait. automobiles. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That song. My man, you didn't put your at name in the video. Yeah, how, uh, that would devastated nice. were you? That that would have been nice. Like I saw the I saw it. Yeah. Because like the, the day that it happened, honestly, uh, my phone was literally blown. I was like, why is everybody calling me? Yeah, why? I tagged you. I was like, yo, that's Adams. Like I, I put your at name and everything. Like. I was like, why is everybody texting me and tagging me and stuff like that? I didn't post anything for the past few weeks. Yeah. And then um, I just get a call from my friend, uh, Nicole. She's like, you're on Chris Brown's page. And I'm like, uh, what do you mean? I'm not on Chris Brown's page. What the freak are you talking about? And she's like, no, you're on Chris Brown's page. So I, I went over and checked in. Sure oh, enough. Uh, <laughs> right there. I was like, wow, well, there it is. But I didn't. the at wasn't there. But then I, I, I noticed, I, 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 you know. Ever since that day, I started to really pay attention to his to his posts. Yeah, and he he only I noticed that celebrities usually only tag or give credit to other celebrities, of course, people with a high following already. And if you don't have a high following already, then you're kind of just another video to repost. Now I have my own conspiracy theory for that, but why do you think that that is? Uh, 
I honestly don't know. I guess I would have to, you know, find my way up there in the celebrity rank. Well, I really think it's understand. I think it's about money. I think it's because if you tag another celebrity, you kind of don't really have anything to gain from that. You know, they already have money; they already established. But if you tag somebody that's up and coming, they're gonna be like, "Oh, nah, you got to pay for that." Like I'm doing you a huge favor. Mm-hmm. You ain't doing a huge favor for somebody that's already a celebrity. Yeah. So I think that's what it is. Like it's all about greed. Yeah. I, I, I do see it. I understand your point of view. I mean, I, I, I kind of wish that they would be like, because that's how she, I heard that's how Shiggy got started. Um, well, not started, but like ever since, I, I think he was reposted by, correct me if I'm wrong, but I heard that he was reposted by Chris Brown and that's what helped blow him up. Yeah, he, funny, he was he's he funny. was reposted multiple times by, by Chris Brown. With the multiple. ad and everything? With the ad name? Um, I don't, know about, I don't just, know about the first time. They probably just started to recognize his face and everything. Probably, but um, but he was on Chris Brown's page multiple times. Uh, but um, yeah, I don't know, man. I really don't know what the deal is. Yeah, well, enough enough about that. Yeah. So um, there's a lot of people like Shiggy. I follow a ton. We all follow a ton of comedians on Instagram and on everything. So uh, what makes you different? What makes you know and confident that you're gonna make it in this world as a comedian? Um, well, to be honest with you, I want to be primarily an actor. Okay. That's what I want to be first labeled as. Gotcha. But I am trying to use the comedian route slash like skit route or whatever yeah. to gain a fan base. Because long story short, you know, some of the people that I, you know, like the, my coaches told me that I'm, they told me I'm funny. Yeah. That's just what it is. They I mean, told you, me I'm, you are funny. You they, know? they told me I'm funny and they said that I should use that to get my way in. Yeah, so yeah. I'm using this comedian, quote unquote, median route to get my way into the industry. And I think what makes me different is that what I'm trying to do is be genuinely funny. Yeah, yeah, um, You know, a lot of these guys out here. Um, Forcing jokes. Yeah, like a lot of these guys out here are just literally throwing big booty chicks in and just calling it a day. Not knocking their their style or anything. Yeah, That's yeah. just something that I personally cannot relate to. Like, not everybody can relate to a big booty chick just uh-huh. dancing in their face. You can't. You know, like the captions be like, you know, when the when the booty is soft and when the booty has everything, when the booty is yeah, that's clickbait. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's literally what it is. Yeah. It's just views, and I understand that. That's, that's the quick way to fame. Yeah, but that's just not me. Why do you think it's not you? Is it more? Of- it's it's not in my character, and I genuinely don't find it funny. I sure. just I I try to be a good a good example. Prime example yep. is someone like calling him Rennie. Yes. Colin Rennie is literally prime example of what I aspire to be like in terms of social media and the funny thing because he's funny by himself. Mm-hmm. Like you give him a phone, give him a camera by himself, he's funny. That's it, and that's what I want to be like. I want to be yeah. genuinely funny. I want to be something that everybody can relate to, not yeah. just throwing in tits and butts. <laughs> you know why I like stuff. your material? I like your material because, like, aside from telling jokes and stuff like that, like your body language and like. You as a person are funny versus like me just like reading over a script and just like forcing jokes off somebody like people like Kevin Hart are funny yeah. because of like the body language. It's like the, you know, communication is like 90% of it is like your body language. So like yeah. he tells jokes with his body, like, you know, so that's why I admire your stuff. I appreciate it, man. So, um, you know, like you said, like the whole booty in the videos and everything, there's a lot of. There's a lot of sexuality and sex sells. Yes, it does. That's basically so, what it is, and I don't want to go that route. I know I probably can if I just sold myself out. But that's what I was going to ask you. So, like, I don't want to in uh, industry driven by secular jokes and like 
So how do you think that you can flourish in an industry that's expecting you to do that? I just, uh, I mean, the best advice that I've gotten was to just be consistent. Because, yeah. I mean, because I, the things that I've seen, like, like again, I've seen Rennie do it. Yeah. He barely curses. And if he does, it's actually, like, if you're going to curse or if you're going to include something sexual, it has to make sense. Mm-hmm. It just can't be strippers booties boom and then you put a little funny guy in there do two seconds of it no yeah the way Rennie does i want to do it kind of the way Rennie does it you know even if he does do it it's meant to be there if there's a purpose for it and that's mm-hmm. what makes it genuinely funny yeah you know so i don't know i don't know how i'm gonna break through it but i'm hoping to just just to follow that Rennie lane and find my way in and find my own path kind of thing so like what if a director were to hit you up and ask you to play a role that's like Exactly what you're not trying to portray yourself as. Would you take it? What kind of role would that be? Like you mean like a like uh, just a- like maybe I don't know like a like a pimp or like a drug dealer or like somebody that's just overall negative. I mean, it depends on the role. Like, I'm not saying that I'm not gonna play a drug dealer. I don't mind playing a drug. I could play a drug dealer, but like it's just <laughs> yeah, it's just the it's just um the whole sex sell thing. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't really resonate with that but in terms of like you know acting or whatever like of course you know i wouldn't mind playing a drug dealer or because yeah. lance gross had to do it too um lance gross had to play I, th- I think he had to play a, like a pimp in a for a movie or whatever mm-hmm. it, but even though the role was hard for him he told me that he he um, he was in an interview and he said that he had to uh fast or whatever after the role yeah um but you know roles like that if it makes sense for the film then yeah. sure but i'm not just gonna you know i don't know fasting is a part of the christian faith for people that don't know that's uh yeah Explain what fasting is so the people don't. Fasting is a... Because you are a Christian, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, to put it in a three... In a, in a short... Long story short, it's um, praying, mm-hmm. uh, sacrificing, and giving. Uh, it's literally sacrificing everything that you... Like, for example, I just did a, Daniel, a 21-day Daniel fast. Okay. And we, my church and I do it every year. Second year, we just did it this past yeah. January. And I basically had to sacrifice my social media, food that I like, all my shows, basically anything that gives me pleasure. For 21 days. For 21 days. Wow. And I had to... That's tough. Yeah. It was it was extremely tough. And I had to, you know, basically kick up on my word. I had to kick up on spending more time with God. All the time that I would be spending, you know, playing games or hanging out with my friends. Mm-hmm. I had to cut out my social life, too. So um, how did you feel after it? After what I felt, if I felt genuinely better. And I realized that... The things that I craved for, yeah. when I got it back, it wasn't that crazy. Like the feeling, it wasn't. As, it wasn't that serious. It was that serious. So I realized that I could go without social media. Unfortunately, I, you know, I kind of need it so I can get to where I need to get. Yeah. But um, I realized that I, I am, I could, I could be content without all those things. Um, and the last part, which is the most important part, is giving. So giving, like you know, the first fruits of like your, you know, whatever you make. Whether it's the first check of the year or whether it's the first portion of your check from your new job or whatever, you mm-hmm. give that to the church. That is your first offering. That is your first. The whole fruits. thing? Not 10%? Um, wait, what did I say that again? The whole thing? Not the, you know, because, you know. It, it's, it's literally whatever is in your heart. You can give whatever is in your heart. Gotcha. So, for example, you know, you can give the first check that you got that year. You can give the first portion of that check, like the mm-hmm. first 10%, 20%. Whatever God puts in your heart, and you give it. That's the last finishing touch of the cake. And then you will receive literally a whole bunch of blessings absolutely i respect that i commend you for doing that for 21 days because i don't know if i can well i'm not gonna say i can't because 
but I don't know. I just don't see myself doing it right now. No, I, so I, um, trust me, I believe you. Like the first time I did it, I was like, I'm not gonna make it to past day. Two. Yeah, like that's three weeks. Like for, yeah. without, my, it's basically not even having your phone for three weeks. And you know, yep. <laughs> Listen, all right. So acting, there's a lot of different types of actors. Um, there's a lot of different types of movies. So, what do you prefer when it comes to acting? Do you prefer movies? Do you prefer just taking the social media route? Do you take the short film route? What are you most comfortable with? And how I want to start, or yes. like, or just in general? I mean, I'm comfortable with all three. Okay. Um, I've done. I mean, I have done student short films. Okay. Um, and I am currently taking the the social media route. Um, and I am looking to get into a movie. Like, I mean, I've been an extra on a few things here and there. Um, but I am I'm looking to take Whatever route Is, is going to take me first Did you take acting classes? Yeah I've, take, I've taken acting classes Not just here at Willie P But I've taken acting classes In New York uh, Shout Do out to Do you think it helped? No that, If I would have known What I What I know now About acting From mm-hmm. those New York Acting classes And applied mm-hmm. it to My performances Here at the school I think I would have been a, it, it would have been a huge difference. What is there to know? Like, is you just act? Like, what is there that people don't know? Some people think, well, if you really don't know anything about acting, some people just think you just got to say a few lines here and there dramatically. Yeah, yeah. But it's really not. It's not like you're, you know, <coughs> it's not that easy. You have to actually understand. Like, there's a whole. It's literally a science. You have to understand the character, yeah. the character's background, the character's relationship with each and every single other character. Mm-hmm. You have to understand the character's relationship to their environment. You have to understand their history. You literally have to understand the likes and dislikes of the character, what they hate, what they love, who they lo- who they love, who they hate. You have to understand the story, the, what the writer was intending for that character. You have to understand what the director's vision is. You have to literally understand the whole plot to really understand how you should portray the character. Because it's not just about saying lines. It's literally everything in you like that makes the character come alive like for wow. example if um you know if somebody were to tell me to to play uh uh you know uh troy from fences or whatever yeah oh that's my movie it, it's not yeah, just, that's my favorite movie bro. yeah it's dope it's dope yeah. and it's not just about yelling or it's not about trying to be like denzel it's actually understanding the character yeah and Absolutely. making it come out of you it has to be genuine it has to be, it has to be authentic because if, if people can tell you're acting then you're Really not acting. So if you can be in one movie that happened already, what would it be? Black like Panther. Black Panther. I would love to be Black straight Panther. off the door. Like well, straight out. I, I would love to be in Black Panther. Like I know that I obviously probably can never be the Black Panther. Yeah. My dream was always to be the Black Spider-Man. Not gonna lie to you. <laughs> I've always wanted, to be, but until I saw Black Panther, yeah. now I would just love it if they, you know, created a. Well, I know they're gonna create another movie, mm-hmm. but when they do. I would love to just be a Black Panther. Like if it was like an army of Black Panthers or like, you know, like a group, I would just love to be one of them. Like nobody even has to know. I just want to be able to say that I was a Black Panther. Like, So what if they told you to be like a different, like a villain or a different superhero? I mean, no, of course. Because there's only one Black Panther, right? No, there there is only one Black Panther, yes. But let's You know what I didn't understand about the movie? Let's talk about the movie. I didn't understand how... Well, spoiler alert! Um, how they took—I mean, if y'all didn't watch it now, y'all yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if, you didn't, if you didn't watch it, skip like the next two minutes. Yeah. So, um, they took his power when, he, when the dude when Michael B. Jordan challenged him, or when anybody challenged him, they took the Black Panther ability away from him. Right? They gave it to him. Oh. So yeah, what was your what was your like overall view of the movie? Because a lot of people 
loved the movie. The movie did like 700 million. A lot of people thought that it was a little gassed up. So what was your overall opinion of the movie? Because you're, you're Haitian, right? And if I'm not mistaken, Haiti has some African descent. Maybe. Don't really. You make yeah, it I don't even know. <laughs> uh, I mean, I would think so. I mean. Well, I know it's next to uh, the Dominican Republic, but there yeah. is some kind of like African descent. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know my history. Yeah, me either, man. But I, um, I genuinely loved the movie. I loved the fact that, you know, as, as an African-American culture, we were actually finally able to be given a positive light mm-hmm. on us. However, the, me- however the, the movie did give us a lot of messages. Like, for example, just to be brief. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, take your time, bro. The, I forgot what the white guy's name was. Uh, but the white guy that decided to help him out. Let's call him the white guy. Yeah, the white guy. <laughs> the white guy that decided to help him out with the whole fighting and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just shows that, like, that, you know, Caucasian, like, I don't know how to say this. Say it, bro. The Basically, whole, white people, like, yes. there are a few white people out there mm-hmm. that do trust us and that, you know, are willing to work with us and that see things our way and that are willing to, you know, like, let us bond with them. Yeah. However, the, you know, and it just, it also shows that how, like, you know, but the majority of whites, you know, according to the media and everything, it's kind of hard to really decipher who's really with us. You know, I mean, that's just one part. I no, go, no, no, I, I get you. About that. I get you. But it also shows how, you know, the fight between the Black Panther and Michael B. Jordan, Chad and Michael, it yeah. just shows that how we also, as, like, within our own culture, mm-hmm. we also separate ourselves. Like, we see each other also as enemies. And we fight our own brothers. True. So, yeah. So, so enough about the, the political stuff. So, um, all right, I got a question for you. All right? Say I'm a director. Well, say I'm a movie company, like Universal Studios or something. Mm-hmm. I give you I give you $5 million. I tell you, go make a movie. Make a movie. <laughs> you want to just make a movie? Make just, a movie. Like, just tell you my idea? Make a movie. Uh, you got five million dollars. Make a movie on the main stage podcast. <laughs> I just feel like they are a little vulgar in a sense. Like they're very like, cause I don't know. Like my ideas, they're kind of based on a Christian man. Yeah. Who tries to really live a Christian life? Okay. But his desires basically get the best of him. That's and a movie trying, right there. And he's trying to overcome them. Is that the but I don't want to say all the details yeah, on the yeah, yeah, I get you. <laughs> But I mean that's what we all go through. I mean however you take it is how you take it. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, I have yeah. a it's I'll tell you after this after this podcast. Yeah, because like, I'm a Christian also. And yeah. um It's crazy. I yeah. think it, I think it's crazy. Crazy being a Christian? No no no, I think it's crazy the movie idea that I have. I think it's dope. Yeah, I think yeah. it's really, really dope. That's good. Well yeah, we gotta talk about that because I'm interested then. Yeah. First of all, can you cry on cue? Nope. I'm still. I'm. I'm literally That's, struggling to do that. But I. I was close. Like a few days ago, <laughs> I was close. Like I was. I. I. I a tear fell. Yeah, because that's like a real accomplishment in that world, right? Yeah, it's. It's pretty dope when you know how to basically channel your emotion. Yeah. You know? So it, I think it's more like you said, like getting in tune with the character, like really yeah. getting the emotions. And it's not even just about crying on cue, because some yeah. actors can cry all day long in on, in a movie, and mm-hmm. I won't feel anything. But sometimes when a character just says something, I'll bawl. And they don't even—they don't even have to cry, you know what I'm saying? It's literally just making it believable. So 
Crying on cue is not even like it is a great skill to have. Don't get yeah. me wrong, but it's not the main juice. The main juice is making it believable. Mm-hmm. Now there's a lot of there's a lot of editing that goes into making movies. You think like people get like water put in their eyes and stuff like that? You think that's like a real thing? I have heard of that kind of technology, and I don't know who really uses it. Mm-hmm. But I do hear. I, oh, I saw an interview. Oh my gosh, she's killing me because I forgot her name. But basically, this woman, she was on the Conan show. If you look up crying on cue Conan show on YouTube or something like that, I, I bet you'll find her. But she's able to cry whenever she chooses to. Wow. Um, but I think she did mention that some actors do use the tear duct thing mm-hmm. to, you know, basically make themselves look right. I don't know where I heard this, but I heard that you have to think about your mom dying. You See, ever heard that before? No. This is where acting, you know, technique and knowledge comes into play. Yeah. Um, there are different methods. Mm-hmm. That is called emotional. Well, no, no. That is called the imagination uh, kind of technique. Yeah. I think that's the Meisner technique where you basically use your imagination to the fullest extent possible to make yourself feel something. Um, you so think that's imag- helpful? Huh? You think that's helpful? helpful? It all depends on each actor because there's literally, I think, seven different methods and I'm mm. still studying Like I'm still studying the first one, second one, actually. So that's some things you learn in acting school. It's a different type of methods. I wouldn't even... I haven't learned it in acting school. Oh, I okay. learned it on my own. Gotcha. Like literally reading books. Like books, long story short, guys, if you don't go to if you don't go to college, read books. That's it. You know, black people don't read. That's and that. Here's a crazy thing that really got me reading books. <laughs> Somebody said to me that for if you don't want a black man to find the answer, put it in a book. Put it in a book. Put I was like, oh, word, bet. I was like, All right, bet. So I started reading, and then I found out that you know there are ways to you know uh, evoke your emotion and that's to use your imagination or to use an actual emotional recall such as like a breakup a, you know a recent death yeah but that's also a dangerous technique but you know that's that's another that's a whole lesson in itself yeah so let's backtrack a little bit I know you don't want to be labeled as a comedian right correct but not at least not just a comedian yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah. like well actors everybody has some funny in them you know what I'm yeah. saying but so um you know Kevin Hart has been he's been in the in the light for Past well he's been accused years. for not writing his material do you think that's appropriate like having writers write your jokes for you like a ghost writer per se I don't know I genuinely don't know only because I know I mean not to get off topic but I know that's what you know like I guess a lot of singers and rappers do like yeah, they have but that's for them it's, too. it's comedy though yeah I consider comedy like it, it. to me it's all an art everything is this is all like music, whether it's comedy, singing, music, acting, dancing. They're all of the arts to me. So I feel like. But what if you're a painter and somebody paints the rest of your picture for you? No, you see, can't that's different. It. That's that's. Why I is it different? different? I think it's different only because. I mean, if you're not painting it, like <laughs> if then, you're not telling the joke. I mean, if you're not writing the joke, then how can you tell it? The same thing to me. Hmm. Now it's different when it comes to sports because like, the person's not physically doing it for you. Because, yeah. like, you know, when Kevin Hart said, when he was, when it first came to light that he had a lot of writers, because he owned up to it quick, but he was like, do you what think was this? this was, I don't, I don't know, but he did. But, um, so he did own up to, I think it was on, um, I think, what was his name? What's the dude name that played in Friday? The light skin dude. I forgot his name. Wow. 
Debo. No, no, no. The light oh, skin. Oh, right. The, the skinny one? <laughs> yeah. The, um, oh, the real skinny what's one. What's homie name? Damn, I Whatever. That. So the dude, he had put, he like shouted out that he basically made it hot. Like he snitched. Like, yeah, that's why Kevin Hart don't write his own material and stuff like that. Mike Epps. Mike oh, Epps. Yeah. I thought you were talking about the skinny dude that got that jump that they got smacked by Debo. No, 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 no. no, no. Okay, never mind, never mind. So Mike Epps, he basically was the reason that it all came to light. He was they, they called it hating, but they he just put it out there that Kevin Hart doesn't write his own material and stuff like that. So what did Kevin Hart say? Kevin Hart was just like, first of all, he was like, "Wow, like I don't expect that from Mike because whenever Mike do something good, you know, I applaud him." So like I don't know where this is all coming from. So that was his first response, but he was just like, "So you think Kobe Bryant learned all his moves like by himself? No, he had help and stuff like that." But when it comes to that, you know, like you can learn from somebody else and make it better. But if somebody writes you a joke for you and you go and tell it to like millions of people and take credit for it, I think that's a no go. Mm. What you think about that? Well, here's the thing. Ghostwriters, I mean, from what I'm understanding, some ghostwriters prefer the, to not be in the front. You know, not be on camera. Why? why? I, I don't know. That's why they have ghostwriters. I, I genuinely have no idea. I don't have a strong answer to that. I mean, I do understand what you're saying. It is not authentic, I guess yes. you could say, if someone is telling other people's jokes. That's all I'm saying. Um, so you're right. It is not authentic. It's not. Um, but, I mean, if they both agree on it and they're both making money off of it, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I, guess I can't say nothing because, you know, they're up there and I'm not. I respect the hustle, I guess. Well, you on so. your way, bro. I'm not going to keep you too much longer. Mm-hmm. I appreciate the time, bro. I appreciate you coming I out. I appreciate you having me, bro. Always, man. Drop your social media for the people listening. I hope uh, my social media is... I'm, I'm basically mostly active on Instagram, so just follow my IG. It's Adams Desir. It's A-D-A-M-S-D-E-S-I-R. That's what it is. Follow that, man, people. It's on everything? Adams Desir on everything? On everything, but I'm mostly active on Instagram. So okay, follow the man on Instagram, people. Appreciate you coming out, bro. I appreciate it. You want me to say? Yeah, we, we can do that after. Okay. All right, we out, people.